Um, absolutely. I don't think we need to be wearing uh, masks um, all the time. I think that the only time that masks need to be worn is in high-risk uh, areas and particularly in um, in hospitals or, or other places where there is an opportunity to, to spread um, virus to people who are particularly vulnerable. Uh, a large part of, uh, of the world have already stopped mask wearing and it's uh, already shown that it's not as effective as one would uh, one would like and particularly uh, among school children it has very very little efficacy in in combating the virus uh, the reality now is that we have passed um, the significant dangerous stage in terms of the COVID-19 pandemic and it's time for us to as far as possible get South Africans uh, back to normal there's absolutely no reason to be wearing masks for instance in an outdoor environment. Can mm-hmm. you list some of the sectors where you highlight an urgent need for the end of these lockdown regulations? Well, particularly around tourism. Um, tourism was one of Africa's only growing job-creating sections, uh, sectors prior to uh, the onset of COVID-19. Now requirements for PCR tests uh, are a huge deterrent uh, and an added expense to international tourists looking to come to a place like South Africa. Uh, for instance, if you're in the UK, this is significantly expensive if you're wanting to, to do a thing. Most countries now just require proof of vaccination uh, or an, an indication that you've had COVID-19 uh, as, a, as a reason to be able to, to come in. Uh, what we can't be doing now is putting up barriers for international tourists to come to South Africa. We need them. We need their money and we need the injection into the economy. But most importantly, uh, we need to revive this particular sector. Uh, we also need to be able to move past this, the emergency procurement regulations that are allowed under the state of disaster and under the disaster management regulations, because as we've seen, uh, their lack of oversight and the shortcuts that it creates have triggered a feeding frenzy of uh, of corruption, maladministration, theft of money uh, that goes all the way to the very, very top of government. Uh, we need to reintroduce those settings uh, and to be able to um, have that proper oversight. The other, other area is the tourism, is the eventing and sporting arena. We had the Soweto Derby this weekend in an empty stadium. Uh, we've got to get, you know, revive the eventing, sporting uh, sector because it is also a huge employer and it's also one of the ways in which South Africans recreate. And it makes no sense anymore to, to keep that so heavily restricted. You've called for the lockdown regulations uh, to end and, of course, to make a full recovery uh, from the economic side, from the, uh, from, the, uh, from the country. But what are you hearing probably from the National Coronavirus Command Council and from government to a certain extent? Well, it's what I said right from the beginning, Elvis, is that once government's tasted these powers, it's going to be very reluctant to give them up. And I said that in the third week of the lockdown. And that has certainly proven to be true. We've now got one of the longest and hardest lockdowns in the world, over 700 days of lockdown, um, far more than any other country in the world. Uh, and as I said, I think that government's going to be very reluctant to give up the newfound powers uh, that they've that they've garnered during this uh, this coronavirus uh, pandemic. Uh, and so I think you're going to see some of the stuff now, they, what they're going to do is try and legislate it. And obviously that's going to be incredibly harmful to South Africa's long-term prospects as well. We've got to be realistic and pragmatic about how we deal with the coronavirus pandemic. And we need to make, make sure that everything is balanced against what is causing the greatest harm. And a very good example of that would have been, well, is the 
rotational screening plan going to cause more harm than the coronavirus? And I think that we can now say unequivocally, yes, that did cause more harm than the coronavirus. And there was a huge dropout rate from schools, children who've lost 50% of the schooling for the last uh, two years. So everything has to be on a balance of, of harms, uh, and not just simply in the fact that government has to be seen to be doing something or to feel like they're in control, because that's when you end up with the draconian regulations being entrenched, and it's going to make our recovery a lot harder and a lot uh, slower.